This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, The Pit. Jamie wouldn't kill anyone unless Teddy told him to. Teddy Ruxpin loves you. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. And I'm Troy. And Hotlanta's not here today. Nope, Hotlanta is spinning some chicken because it's the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's but, what he does. He, he he puts them on tops and he spins them for entertainment. And they battle. You know, like battle tops? He paints one. He paints one like one team, one like the other team. I'm talking the chickens, not the tops. And then he spins them and they fight. And then whoever wins... It's going to who's his production for who's going to win the Super Bowl. Yep, that checks out. Yeah, it's probably giving Hotlander more credit for planning things than he actually deserves, but it definitely is. But we watched a movie thanks to Dummy Act. Mm-hmm. It's called The Pit. It's from Canada and 1981 Canada, a simpler time. <laughs> yep. And how does this movie start? I'm sure you're all asking. It, oddly enough, does not start at the beginning. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it starts in the middle of a scene where a ghost kid, a kid dressed up as a ghost, is telling Pirate Kid how he found some secret treasure. But then it flashes back to Pirate Kid dressed up like a normal kid punching ghost kid dressed up as a normal kid for trying to get into his club and ballerina girl dressed up like a normal kid laughing at him. Yeah. And so uh pirate kid and ballerina girl head out to the woods where ghost kid is going to give them the sack of treasure worth millions. Yeah. The, the gems, the jewels, it's a bag of jewels. I got them for you. <laughs> Just just so he'll they'll let him in the they can have all the jewels if they let him be in their club and don't hit him anymore. Yeah, so either this is a sick club or that kid hits like a goddamn freight train. <laughs> yeah. And somehow it doesn't kill you, it just hurts a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. It hurts so bad that your dead relatives pop up out of the grave and fucking say how much it hurts. <laughs> yeah. And then so Greedy pirate kid goes over to the sack of jewels and then gets shoved in a hole by ghost kid. And title. The Pit. The Pit. Starring two people. And that is it. Yeah, don't, don't let how many people are in this movie fool you. There's really only two. Yep. So and then um, we get to the beginning. Yep. And it turns out that a uh, ghost kid, who I guess is just going to stay ghost kid because I don't have a better name. No, well, yeah, ghost kid works. He's writing on the chalkboard at school. Yeah, because he got in trouble for, I don't know, something. Bringing an adult book to class. And what was it? 
contemporary nude models or something was the name of the book. And the teacher's just kind of flipping through it like, huh, this is kind of interesting. And then there's a some lady's body is cut out, like left the head, but cut out the nude body. And she's like, oh, the librarian's not going to be happy about this. First of all, why is that in your library? <laughs> yeah, how are you going to get mad at a kid for a library book? Like, maybe, I don't know, don't let the kid get a book of tasteful nudes from the library if you don't want kids having books of tasteful nudes. Yeah. And I was just like, huh, pretty sure I've never been to a library that had the book of contemporary nude models. No, but I'm going after work and asking for it. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Where's your uh, tasteful nude section? Yeah. And so he is told to run along home. And teacher takes the book to the librarian who's like, and the teacher's like, I'm sure you can fix this page somehow. And the librarian's like, we're just going to have to remove it. Like, what is she, what is she supposed to do? Like paste some like white paper behind it and draw in like a naked lady's body. <laughs> I mean, like, how is she going to fix that? So the, the librarian's like, I'm just going to cut the page out. Yeah, you don't think she just has a binder full of just nude women just in case yeah. this ever comes up? Oh, I think like back in the 80s, they just shipped all their nude, their nude modeling books with extra copies of the pictures because they knew at some point teenage boys were going to rip them out or cut them out or something. And uh, she, we see Ghost Boy. He's uh, snuck up the fire escape because he's playing a sick prank. It's uh, is it a prank or is it some weird kind of courtship? Uh, well, okay, if it was anybody else but Ghost Boy, it's probably a prank. But since it's Ghost Boy, it's definitely some weirdo sex pervert shit. <laughs> yep. But anyway, so she opens up this note on her desk, and it's got a, it's got a picture in it, which is her head pasted onto the nude model's body cut out of the book. And she's like, huh, this is weird and fucked up. And then she looks up and sees him in the window right as a security guards man is like, Hey kid, what are you doing up there? And he's like, like, nothing. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm definitely not spying on a woman. Yeah. Probably not the first time or last time he's heard that. Yeah. So he, uh, he gets chased off and we kind of see some of the other, uh, townsfolk don't care for him. He's, yeah. a, he's apparently a weirdo, they all say. Yeah, there's the girl with the bike who, like, he, like, touches her bike and she's, get your fucking hands off my fucking bike, you weirdo. Yeah. Uh, and the wheelchair lady almost runs him down because she's blind. Yeah. But rather than, you know, just so, oh, sorry, watch out, kid. They're like, ah, you're that, you're that weirdo sex pervert kid. Ah. And his mom is inside talking to some lady about how she needs to babysit, like the the this lady needs to babysit the mom, you know, the weirdo ghost kid, and he's troubled. And she's like, "That's fine. I've dealt with lots of ch- troubled children. I've I'm trained to be a psychiatrist, so you know, I I've I know how to handle these situations." And the mom's like, "That's great, because like my my husband and I are going off to Seattle." Uh, and we don't know when we'll be back. So <laughs> I think 
don't tell anybody, but we're just moving the fuck away from our kid because he's terrible. And so uh, they're all having a nice dinner, a little get-to-know-each-other. And old Ghost Boy does the classic drop-my-napkin, look-up-my-babysitter's-dress uh, trick, like you do. Yep. <laughs> and the dad's like, get the fuck back up <laughs> underneath the table, you damn weirdo. Yeah. And, you know, normally, I'd be like, geez, that's a pretty harsh way to talk to a kid. But uh, in this instance, I'm like, no, that's fair. Like, don't do not do that, kid. No. And then, uh, what, we get to school the next day? I forget what happens next. That's fair. I don't really know, and I literally just watched this movie. Yeah, um, oh, this many tries to, God damn it, what does happen? Is Oh, he talks to Teddy at some point. Yeah, Teddy is a teddy bear. And Teddy, I believe, is just Ghost Boy talking through some voice filters. Yeah, that or he's like the precursor to the dog from where the dead go to die. Yuck. It's It's one of the two, or both. I kind of wonder if that if Teddy inspired that dog in that to be you know like inspired the creator of that movie to put that dog in there. I but hope son, not. I guess Son of Sam probably also was involved, but you know. If that's the case, zero out of ten for this movie. Yep. So then, they're, uh, they're. I don't know. Like I think they're 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 in the kitchen, right? Oh yes. And they're talking. Yes. And uh, Ghost Boy's like, so uh, you got a boyfriend or uh, what's up? Uh, and she's like, uh, yeah, I have a boyfriend. And he's like, well, how old is your boyfriend? Because he's hoping like she's going to say like 14 or something because he's 12. <laughs> and she's like, like in college, like I am because I'm a normal fucking human being. And, and, he's, and he's like, oh, that's cool. I was just asking. Yeah, this, this kid is, is is just to make sure we're we're clear, dear listener. This kid is a real skeezy kid. Like he he is really off putting. Yeah, you know, like any kind of like sexual impulse you had as like a teenager. Imagine acting on every single one of them. That would be this kid. Yeah, but to crank it up an extra, you know, like 70%. Yeah, yeah. And so then she drops the knife, and he's like, I've got it! And she just bends down and picks it up, and he's like, I said I got it! And she's like, yeah, dude, uh, women's lib, we can pick up knives now. Yeah, take that, society. <laughs> Like literally, she says, "Like women are independent and can pick up, like you can do stuff on their for themselves now." It's one of the several things that comes up in this movie <laughs> for a single scene or line, and is never mentioned again. That's just weird and out of place. Yep. And is this where he asks her to to give to to wash his back? No, that's later. This okay. is when he uh he decides that his uh. Since his do you have a boyfriend gambit didn't play out, he's going to go with uh, number two and tell her his deep, dark secret. Where 
Oh, yeah. He's got a, a pit in the woods full of trolla logs. And that's not me having a stroke or something. That's really what he calls them. <laughs> trolla logs. Uh, and she's like, that's great. But, you know, there's these things called troglodytes, which is comes from the Greek word for cave dwellers. And, you know, that that they used to scare kids with in Britain, but all the kids knew they weren't real. You know, these things, the tra la 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 laws aren't real. Right. And he's like, no, they're totally real. Yeah. He's like, no, they're legit for real. Like they're the woods. Yeah. I feel, I like, feed them. And she's like, that's great. I'm going to go look you up in the DSM three. <laughs> and, uh, more weirdness happens. Uh, We'll we'll just cover things because chronologically, there's a big stretch of this movie where it's kind of the same thing for like thirty minutes. Yeah. So uh, she's cleaning his room. She finds his copy of Sex Pervert Monthly, and she's like, "Huh, that's weird," and puts it back like you do. I mean, he's a twelve-year-old boy. I don't think it's that weird, but. Yeah. It would have been less weird if he was 14 or 15, but. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. oh, and that's the point where Teddy's head moves. Yeah. For the literal only time in the movie. Yes. Just to make sure that they, we can now have the debate as to whether or not Teddy was really evil or just a projection, a projection of malice from the boy or what. But it doesn't actually matter to this movie at all, so I don't think we care. And uh, we get some more scenes with uh, Bite Girl, a.k.a. Abergail. That is her name in the movie. I, I am personally convinced that she was she was written as Abigail, but the kid, for some reason, couldn't say Abigail properly. It would just say Abergail, Abergail. And so they just said, well, fine, we'll just change her name in the movie because this kid can't say Abigail. That that's my that's my headcanon for that one. Seems legit to me. Yeah. Oh, and so she's like, "Here, you want to try my bike?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." And he gets on it, and the bike falls apart. And she's like, "Ah, oh, I pranked you. I never said my bike was in one piece. Oh, you're such an idiot." And then you find out that the librarian's her aunt that she's living with. Yeah. And. The librarian's like, hey, girl, you're a piece of shit. And hey, kid, you're a piece of shit, too, for some unknown reason. How how dare you be pranked by my niece? Yeah. How dare you, in your poor puberty-riddled brain, think that a person would like you, you stupid fucking asshole? Get off my property. You big dummy. And, man, Abigail laughs for like 46 fucking continuous minutes about that shit. Yeah. She thought that was the funniest thing since Ted Bundy. And, uh, so I guess, uh, at this point, ghost boy has been feeding the tra logs with, uh, I don't know, meat he finds in places. I don't understand what he did no, before he this. He was stealing money from the babysitter to pay the butcher for meat. Yeah. And he just feeds them the meat. And yeah. then And then and then the babysitter's like, 
since we've been the only two people in the house and money keeps disappearing out of my purse, do you think someone in the house maybe is stealing from me? Other person in the house? And the kid's like, I know nothing, and runs off. Yeah. And I just want to take a second to say that is a that is the nicest goddamn gazebo I have ever seen. It is a pretty good gazebo. <laughs> it's all up on stilts. It looks like a Victorian mansion for some reason. It kind of reminded me of the gazebo from the Dead Zone movie. Yeah, it's real nice. So, 10 out of 10 for gazebo construction in this movie. Yes. And so she catches up to him, and he's like, stands up from behind this flower pot, and he's like, I picked you some flowers. And she's like, you're still a fucking psycho, kid. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, at one point, while she's taking a shower, he scrawls, I love you, on the mirror. In red Sharpie. Yeah. And it terrifies her. Yeah, because she's like, don't you know? Well, because earlier in the movie, like, at least remember this chronologically, we are, we're treated to, like, an extreme close-up of her nipple. Mm-hmm. And and they pull back and she's sleeping in bed and wakes up to him just staring at her. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, I was just watching you sleep. And she's like, have you heard of knocking? Like, has your mom had any discussion about private space with you in any way? Like, what the fuck, kid? Don't be so creepy. And then he proceeds to be creepy later with the mirror in the bathroom. And she's just like, no, this stuff does not happen anymore. Oh yeah. And at some point it's the, the tub scene where oh, yeah. he, he gets his back washed. But don't worry. He's going to keep his little wiener hidden from her in the soap. Yep. And then he's like, yeah, my mom like likes to give me baths all the time. Cause she thinks I'm dirty or something. And the and the lady's like okay like pulls out her little voice recorder is like note to self mother probably molested this child which explains his weird sexual perversions oh well shouldn't actually do that but she might as well have yeah and don't worry it's never mentioned again no so uh so the meat sure supply his mom touched his pee pee in the bathtub yeah i mean it's it's heavily implied and there's a football game where we go. Where she goes to see her boyfriend play football, and Ghost Boy just looks fucking pissed off the entire time because he realized that this dude actually does exist and is actually he's actually way into him. And how dare she have affection for anyone but him? Yeah, how dare she try to have a functional grown-up relationship with a person her own age? Yep. And so after he keeps being creepy, she calls Sportsman and says, um, could you come talk to this kid and tell him not to be such a creepy pervert? Like maybe like, you know, hang him upside down off a building or something to kind of scare him into like not being creepy all the time. Yeah. The guy, the guy's like, sure, I can do that. And oh, and so since he can't get money for butcher meat anymore. The kid tries various tactics like stealing meat off the back of the truck, delivering to the butcher and trying to convince a cow to come follow him to the hole. The the pit, I, I believe it's a pit. 
Well, it's a whole it's a whole pit. It's an entire pit. It's it's all of a pit. It's a W H O L E pit. Yeah, he tries to chase some chickens. Yep. Because I was thinking as I was watching this, you know what this is missing? Weird slapstick comedy. Yeah. Especially like when he manages to get a hold of a chicken and hold on to it for a few seconds and then act like, oh no, it has gotten away from me. And you're like, dude, you totally had that chicken. Like, what, what the fuck's wrong with you? You could have just caught it and throw it in the hole. Yeah. The director was definitely standing off camera going, no, stupid, no. you're not supposed to have the chicken. You're not supposed to. Let go of the goddamn chicken. Yeah. And then there's Mick there going, if you can catch a chicken, you can catch a boyfriend. <laughs> you're going to eat thunder and crap lightning. <laughs> uh, and then... And then he gets the bright idea that he's just going to feed people to the hole instead. Well, yeah, he he hashes out a plan with Teddy. Yep. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. So he... Does the the Mrs. Livingston thing happen before or after he starts feeding people to the hole pit? Uh, Directly before. So we'll cover it now in this least accurate chronological retelling of a thing. It doesn't actually matter. <laughs> the order. The order of things does not matter at all at this movie until you get to the end. And so anyway, Teddy is like, well, since you're not going to get to see babysitter nipples anymore, we should go try to see the librarian's nipples now. And the kid's like, that's a fantastic idea. I know just how to do this. And we're treated to him calling the librarian from a payphone and leaving a tape recorder playing with creepy Teddy voice telling the the librarian who's just finished a workout, so she's in her leotard, that he's kidnapped Abergale and that if that if she wants Abergale back, that she needs to get naked because he can see her through the window. And unless she gets naked, she's not getting Abergale back. And so the librarian's like, that seems totally reasonable. Let me take my clothes off. And just as she's getting her her top down, he's taking Polaroid pictures. And Abigail walks in and is like, Aunt, what are you doing taking your clothes off in front of the open window? And the librarian's like, oh, nothing, nothing at all. I'm just glad you're home. I was just changing clothes here in front of the open window. No big deal. Like you do. And he's like, and the little kid, and Ghost Boy is like, score, I got Polaroid pictures of the librarian's nipples. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird off-putting, like everything it that is, kid does. It is terrible. So, uh, Teddy's like, all right, you got to feed the trollologs. We tried it your way, what with the stealing livestock and whatnot. So now we're going to do it my way. Which is murder. Murdily Erdler. And Ghost Kid's like, yeah, but I don't wanna I don't wanna just throw any old person into the pit. And Teddy's like, Yeah, yeah, no, of course, totally. I'm not a weird sociopath. We'll we'll just do the bad ones. And he's like, Oh, well in that case. In that case, I'm gonna go over to Abergale. Yeah. And tell her that I found this bike trail that no one's ever been able to ride before and finish it. I bet she can't do it. And Abigail is like, 
I can too. Just show me where it's at, you little punk. Well, I mean, he does entice her with the bet of a supervisor's whistle. Ooh, yeah. It's not just a regular whistle. It's got magical supervisory powers. It does. And so she's like, fine, show me where this trail is. And so he gets her to the whole pit. Where Chris will tell us what happens next. So uh, the exciting bike race happens. And a ghost kid hides in the shrubs a little ways down. Pings her in the head with a rock or some shit. Knocks her off of the bike. And he takes the bike. And uh, Abigail chases after him. And just runs into the goddamn pit. And keep in mind, this it's not a small pit. It's it's a whole pit. Yeah, it's it's big enough that if you had peripheral vision of any sort, you would see this fucking thing when you ran into a clearing. But not not Abigail. She's so incest over this bike that she just fucking right into the thing, and it's fucking amazing. And I loved every second of it. <laughs> And uh, the tra la 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 is like blah 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 on her. And they are they are the most magical puppets. <laughs> they got glowy eyes. And anytime they they give you a close up of them eating somebody, it's clearly just like a hand puppet that is just biting down on, on somebody's gripping, arm full of gripping their arm, yeah. <laughs> getting full of caro and fucking food coloring. It's fucking great. Yep. So uh, that's and, one in the beginning of the people getting fed to the trollow logs montage. So and no, then uh, number two is his boyfriend. Number two is old lady. Is it? Yeah. So the old lady who nearly ran him over and apparently caught him naked in a tree at some point in the recent past. Yeah. Wearing nothing but a super red cape. Yep. And. Even though she's blind, somehow she caught him, which is confusing. But apparently the lady who pushes her isn't there at the moment. So he grabs her wheelchair, undoes the hand, the little brakes on the wheels, and just pushes her full tilt down the street while she screams, which is pretty good. Yeah, it, it was one yakety sax musical interlude away from a Benny Hill skit. Like, yeah. And then he gets her to the forest, and he's like, I know you can't see and all, but this is a beautiful nature walk I'm going to take you on. <laughs> and then pushes her to the edge of the hole and literally just, like, tips the wheelchair up to dump her into the whole pit. The whole pit. And then uh, we're up to victim three now, which well, no, is... But then he takes her... her Apparently his wheelchair is an electric wheelchair and he just takes it for a joy ride around the forest a little bit. Cause that, you know, cause he's having fun feeding people to the whole pit. Yep. And then it's a uh, sportsman, the boyfriend who honestly wasn't a bad dude. He was like, Hey, we can hang out. We can play some football. Maybe I'll teach you to be less of a sex pervert. Yep. And he falls for the throw a football repeatedly as you inch ever closer to the woods trick, like you do. Yep. And then, then the kid's like, go along. There's a clearing up there. See? Go long. I'll throw the ball to you. And then, so he throws the ball, and 
the kid guy just kind of jumps into the hole to catch it because I'm sorry, the whole pit. And, uh, because he's an idiot, I guess. I mean, there's no explanation for why you would dive towards an opening in the floor of the woods. And that, uh, that wraps up my favorite sequence in the movie, which is convoluted ass reasons to get people to fall into a pit. Yep. And then we're treated to him going up to the playground, which we saw as a flashback earlier in a flash forward that, uh, it was a flashback within a flash forward where he asks future pirate boy, uh, if he can be part of his club and future pirate boy says, no, but you can have my fist in your face and punches the kid. And then future ballerina girl laughs at him. Yeah. And then we cut, and then we cut to hot dog Halloween parade night. And he's dressed up as a ghost and they just replay the beginning of the fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's actually the third time they show it. The literal same fucking scene. <laughs> so he gets him out there, you know, the bag of jewels, et cetera, and so forth. And he, uh, he ices pirate guy and then ballerina girl is uh, not too keen on that. Who kind of sounds like Randy from A Christmas Story at various parts. Like, I can't go any further. Like, eh, Ralphie, come back, Ralphie. Like, and you're like, the kid's name's not Ralphie, girl. Like, what are you doing? But, yeah, so he chases her around. But anyway, he chases her around the woods a bit, kind of cat and mousing her in a really, like, terribly ham hippocidly shot way. Yeah, and he she runs away, but then comes back to the pit, and his uh his cunning move to finally overtake her is to jump out of the woods and go, hey, and she immediately passes out. Yeah, she just she's like faints, and you're like that that's not a thing. That's yeah, that's not how anything works, unless you're one of the goats. Yeah, and then he takes off her tutu. And then dumps her in the whole pit. And I'll be honest, the whole time after she faints, I'm like, oh no, he's going to do some sex pervert shit. I don't want to oh, see yeah. this. Oh God. Yeah. I was like, oh God, he's at least, very least he's going to cop a feel. Yeah. But no, no, but, all he does is feed her to the trollologs, logs. And I'm like, well, that's actually a lot better than I thought that was going to go. Yeah. You're like, oh, maybe the kid learned from killing people that he shouldn't, you know, be a weird sex pervert. Yeah. But no, he just, he's only into older women, I think. Yeah, that's got to be it. So uh, now he's uh, cleaned the town out of evil people, I guess. Yep. But then he sees Babysitter Lady talking to Mustache Guy in his car and finds out that they're kind of dating too. And she kind of kisses him goodnight and... You're like, Mustache Man must not be long for this world, the way things are going. So, uh, old uh, babysitter, she's like, hey, hey, look, ghost kid. My my boyfriend, the sportsman, you remember him. You don't, uh, you don't happen to have played the football or anything with the KI, have you? He's missing. And he's like, huh, that's weird. So are all these other people. She's like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, yeah. 
it's totally fine though. Hey, you want to go see the trawler logs? It's they're they're a thing that exists. And yeah, she, let me prove to you that I'm not crazy. And she's like, fine, whatever. We're gonna look at your trawler logs. It's not a word anybody says, but we'll go do it. <laughs> and off they go to the hole pit. And he's like, here you go, trawler logs. She's like. Uh, no, those are just, like, boars or something. And, wait, no, no, they're not. We need to call anthropologists immediately. Because that's the kind of response one would have to seeing monsters in a pit. Yep. And then, somehow she accidentally falls in. Yeah. Well, she... Movie magic. Yeah, through contrivance, she manages the power of contrivance, she falls in. And uh, she she gets hung up, her dress does on like a root or something, and he tries to save her but can't. And then he's very sad. And the, yep, and the tralalala laws uh, pull her down and and gently grip her wrist while red flows out of it. Yeah, and uh, he's very broken up. But then his parents show up, and they're like, "So, uh, it's weird how your babysitter vanished." And you don't seem real broken up. And he's like, yeah, I mean, obviously, guys, you know I'm some kind of weird sex pervert monster. I, I don't see why this is strange behavior. Yeah, I mean, she ran away. It probably wasn't because I was weird and creepy to her. Why would you think that? It was definitely her boyfriend. And yeah. and somehow the fact that he said it was probably her boyfriend leads to the cops questioning him? Yeah, because I think the... The parents probably called the cops and said, hey, this girl's missing. Our son says last time he saw her was with this mustached guy in the in a yellow and or green car. And for somehow they would just with that description, they track him down and all of the. Like everything is in his car, like the tutu that he that the kid took off of the girl um, Abigail's bike is somewhere near his property. Uh, the LA's wheelchair is somewhere near his property. Yeah, the the like, tape recorder, the Polaroids. Yeah, all this weird stuff is like he basically just he could have. I'm surprised the kid didn't write. I murdered everybody on the guy's mirror in red sharpie. Yeah, and so the the cops uh get him. They're uh. There's some wacky cop hijinks because that's what this movie needed. They were like, hey, we haven't had a good slapstick moment for no reason since that chicken bit. Maybe, I don't know, cop gets in the motorized wheelchair and it zooms off. Yeah. (laughs) And he wrecks it. And then the kid's like, well, I've already killed everybody who's bad. Tra-la-la-la-laws. So uh, I'm just going to get a rope. And throw it down to the pit, and you guys can get yourselves out. I'm sorry, the whole pit. And uh, you guys can just climb your way out and go feed yourselves now, you lazy fuckers. And so they do. Yep, and they get out, and uh, we see the world through their eyes in weird orange vision occasionally. Yep. And there's a there's a dude swimming in a lake and he's trying to convince his girlfriend to come swim in the lake with him because the water's fine. Come on in. And so she goes on in 
and they kind of splash around a bit. And then he heads back to the, the shore of the lake, the lake shore and goes and lays down on their clothes while he's all wet. And, and then she's like, Hey, you want to go skinny dipping? And like every teenage boy I've ever known, he says, no, I'm too tired to be near your naked body. I'm going to go sleep here with my music really loud. And she's like, uh, what? Yeah, but don't worry. That doesn't stop her from taking her top off for some reason. Well, she's got to take it off so that the tra-la-la-las can grab her and haul her away. Yep. And then boyfriend somehow hears her scream over the loudest fucking radio I've ever seen. <laughs> Because you're an old man, Chris. It's kids with a lot of music these days. Just sounds like noise to me. They should probably get off your lawn too while at it. They should. So the the trolley logs get him too, and I think they they got some other people who are like riding bikes or some shit. Yeah. So uh, the militia the forms. Cops. Yeah, the cops in their hunting party. Uh, track down the tra-la-la-las to the hole pit where the tra-la-la-las just jump into the pit. Like one does like a parkour spin maneuver. <laughs> yeah, that's climbs, pretty good. One climbs down the rope and then they're just sitting in the bottom of the pit like, what are you guys going to do now? And the, the hunting party's like, I don't know. We're going to just Dick Cheney the fuck out of you, I guess. So they do. And I did like the so- fact that the, the head cop Gave everyone explicit orders to just shoot the fuck out of whatever they saw that didn't look right. Yeah. It's like, don't ask questions. Don't try. Don't think. Just shoot shit. Yeah. If it looks weird, fucking shoot it. And then they literally bury everything. Bury the whole situation. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere between nine and 12 people are dead. Eh. Get the fucking, get the bulldozer out. Time to fill this hole in with dirt. This whole pit, Chris. Fair enough. They fill the whole pit with dirt. And they claim that it was dogs or wolves attacking people. Definitely not weird monkey, not weird ape creatures. Yeah, you know, you know, there's roving packs of dogs take nudie yeah. pictures of librarians and use tape recorders. Yep. <laughs> and then. For some reason, the kid ends up living with his grandparents for no stated reason other than I'm assuming the parents knew that this kid's a weird, creepy fuck. And they were like, well, if he kills the grandparents, we get our inheritance earlier. So let's send him over there. Yep. And he meets up with uh, the girl that's there, his step cousin's niece or some shit. Yeah. And she's like, hey, you want to go play in the woods? We can be friends. And he's, and he's like, sure. So they, they head out, and turns out she has her own pit. And he's like, oh, wait a minute. I know what this is. This is the trollologs. And she's like, yes, yes, quite. They eat people, you know. She And she says, oh, I know. Shove. Yeah. Freeze frame. Yeah. And that's the pit. Yep. So, Chris, what did you think of this movie? It's a it's a weird movie. I mean, mad props to the the actor kid, because um, man, he sure comes off as a solely unlikable weirdo sex pervert kid. 
Yeah, I, I don't know if the guy actually did anything wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's a registered sex offender just because everyone thinks he should be from this movie. It it honestly feels like this was a different movie when it started. And either somebody got the script and was like, oh no, we can't have a a, a dark tale of a kid losing his mind and murdering people in the woods. We need to do this. We need to do that. We need to change this up. It, it feels like this was a different movie that got changed. Maybe directors changed it in the middle. I don't know. But there's there's a more interesting movie here than the one they gave us. That's for sure. Yeah. And it's it gets a little slow in spots, but every time it started to lose me a little bit, it would do something ridiculous, like tell the blind lady that they were on a delightful nature hike or <laughs> fucking just have sex pervert kid do something weird as shit. Or show me a nice gazebo. A beautiful gazebo. They either needed to go all in on the, the kid's a lunatic bit, or they needed to spend half of the movie just having the fucking trollologs murdering people. But it's it's definitely of a time. It's an interesting movie. It feels way more 70s than 80s. But it is 81. Yeah. But I'd say if you're into this particular uh, time frame of uh, horror movies, you should give it a go. It's got enough weird stuff going on that it'll kind of keep you engaged. And if nothing else, it's just uh, one of the weird outliers that not a lot of people have seen. I give it a strong probably. What do you think, Mr. Troy? Uh, I generally agree with a lot of what you said. I definitely would have preferred this movie if it had been uh, mostly the tra-la-la-la-las like running around killing people. Like if it had been more critters than than it was like weird serial killer child, I probably would have liked it better. Because I was like, oh, when as soon as they came out, I was like, okay, this movie looks more fun now. Uh, I mean, I don't like that kid was just they kind of laid on the I'm a psycho psychopath sex pervert kid a little too heavy for me. It was just. You're kind of like, oh my god, kid, you're so gross. Can you, oh my god, like, can someone just please arrest this child for the love of God? Because he's making me very uncomfortable. Like, that bit could have been played down some more. But overall, I kind of enjoyed it. I definitely, yeah, like the first half, I was kind of like, well, actually, the first quarter, I was kind of like, oh, okay, this is kind of fun. Like the next two quarters, I was like, okay, can we just move this along, please? And then once the the Trollocs came out of the, the pit, I was like, okay, no, I, I'm down with this movie now. And then when, then when we got to the, you know, the, the good son bit at the end, I was like, okay, no, good. She's pushing him in. I'm on board with this movie now. So based solely on the ending, I'll give it a, like better than meh less than probably fair enough yeah. so what are we watching next week Chris 
Next up is Hiss with th- three S's. Yes. Uh, suggested by me because uh, I was listening to Horror Show Hot Dog probably a year or two ago at this point, And they had watched this movie and it sounded weird and messed up and I wanted to watch it. So we're going to watch it for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Horror Show Hot Dog. So, Troy, what if other people remember listening to a different podcast several years ago and would like to recommend a movie for us to watch? How would they do that? Well, first, I would like to congratulate them on their memory. Being of the middle-aged persuasion these days, I understand how rough that can be. So, congratulations on that. Second of all, they could go to Facebook, where we are Slaughterhouse Princess. They could email us at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. They could tweet us at Slaughter Prince, which is Slaughter Princess with no vowels in princess. They could go to our website and find out more about us in general. Uh, they could also buy stuff from our store at store.slaughterhouseprincess.com. They could contact us on our Discord server at discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com. They could go and contribute to our Patreon at patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com. Uh, and they would also be able to click on a link that would take them to our iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean presence, uh, and or RSS feed. I have no idea if Chris has that publicly facing or not, but he should. So people can put that into their podcast aggregators like most people use to listen to podcasts these days, Chris. Yes, it's there. Okay. I think that's pretty much it. Oh, or you go to SHP podcast at red. So uh, that's our subreddit at Reddit, which is r slash SHP podcast. Mm-hmm. So come back next time where we're going to watch Hiss, which is about Indian snake ladies. Woo. And uh, while other people think about movies, we are going to drink about movies. Bye. What the shit is all of this? <laughs>